Welcome back to the RMP, everybody. It's 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 good to see you. See you. I don't I don't get to see you. I wish I could see you all. Uh, uh how how is everybody doing? I mean, it's it's December. It's the end of the year, and um, it being the end of the year, I think everybody tries to reflect a little bit, or you should be reflecting a little bit on on what this past year has done. I think everybody is such in such a rush just to live that uh, we kind of forget to slow down and and legitimately pay attention to our progress, log our progress, understand our progress, um, and maybe for the sake of just survival or whatever it may be, we uh, we seem to be forgetting that part. We, we forget to maybe take note of of where we think we want to go and making sure that we we are hitting those markers along the way um i know for myself is like i've just tried to i'm just in the middle of self-discovery and i feel like i'm just now coming out of it and just now starting to understand that my writing has a purpose and that there's certain things that i want to put effort into um I, I really want to put my effort into men and masculinity and understanding the self and understanding that uh, that we're gifted and that there's something to be said for the the majority of people that are not capable of understanding their limitlessness and the the high amount of people that go to their graves without figuring out who they are. And it's been it's been bumpy. And um, if you guys can relate to this, fuck. I mean, I, let me know. But it seems like it's such a struggle to to make it in the world. At, you know, first world problems, right? That barely anybody can put any time into figuring out what they are and what they actually want. Because once you do. This is what I've learned is like once you do, you figure out that it's a lot farther away from you than you think it is. Um, you think it's just this thing that you you might possibly love, whether it be art or whether it be sport, whether it be comedy, whether it be business. And you figure out that there's a lot of things that you fail at, not because you are not capable of them, but because they don't actually hit the mark. And you have to keep trying and failing not just to get better and not just to practice and not just to understand the importance of of time and and discipline and consistency but understand that it's what you seek maybe far deeper inside you than you realize but <laughs> we're always going to come across things that are abrasive and i think things that are abrasive to others when we try to speak good things and we try to be true to ourselves are kind of a signal of us going in the right direction because most people don't like to hear about the things that are true, it seems like. And so if I have any advice today, I'd say follow that. Follow where the abrasion is coming from. Um, put out put out things and create and try new things and when the abrasion comes from the world around you maybe that means something maybe that's telling you that you're at least headed in the right direction because if anything being 
too soft doesn't get you there. Believe me, I know. Being too timid doesn't get, get you there. Trying to please everybody does not get you there. So that's that's my tidbit of advice today. I'm definitely not a god, but uh, I hope that helps a little bit. And I hope everybody's actually trying. I hope that you are working on yourself. I hope that you're trying to find yourself. I hope that you're finding the lies that you've been telling yourself and decide to shoot past them. I hope that you're not being too comfortable. I hope that you're feeling anguish and you're feeling challenge and you're feeling anxiety because it's telling you something. That's a signal from your soul that's telling you to move forward, to change what you're doing. Um, And I think we have to take hold of that and we can't ignore it. So let's move on to basically an issue I've been having with lately. But uh, like I said, uh, we move forward into the direction of the abrasion and we see what fucking happens. So without any further ado, uh, I love you all and let's proceed. This is episode 112, just more truth about good men. I've gotten a lot of, let's call it feedback on the last couple things that I've put out on masculinity good or bad you know it is what it is you take it as take it as you can but uh we've become so sure of ourselves and i've definitely been spending so much time within my own head that i've spent practically thousands of hours trying to make sure that what i say to the world is accepting but inquisitive supportive but challenging and fair but demanding of character um i think that's important i try to keep it broad so that it's easily understood and makes sense to everyone and apparently it just doesn't work that way. The world is is too big. There's too many people. No matter what, there's always someone with a different view on how things should be, especially things like men and masculinity. One of these things that I really, really want to tackle. Now, that doesn't mean I give up on my own view of what good men look like. Quite the opposite, actually. But whenever you voice yourself and understand the fear in doing so, there's always going to be someone to refute you and your ideas, regardless of how pure and how good of an intention you have with them. What I want <coughs> is to know where I fucked up. What am I expecting of other people that is so unfair and unjust? Jordan Peterson said, A weak man is not a good man. A good man is a very, very dangerous man who has it under voluntary control. And that makes so much sense to me. It's honestly where I start now. It's where I start and reset when I don't know what the fuck it is that I'm doing. Why? I guess it's probably because I've spent my whole life being a sideliner, an incapable man, a timid man, a self-deprecating believer of personal inadequacy. What good is a man if he's not capable? Don't put your own personal bias on it just yet. Just just start there with me. What is a good man if he's not capable? What is he if he can't create value, if he can't serve anyone, if he doesn't have a skill, if he can't defend his own? There are dangerous men. There's a lot of them. But there are also highly dangerous men, lethal men, articulate men, psychologically savvy men, They don't actually use their abilities to hurt or belittle. They only do so to stand their own ground. Dangerous men, actually dangerous men, are emotional. They're reactive. They're potentially violent. They're out of control. It's not because they're men. It's because they are undisciplined men. 
The same two men capable of violence can be two completely different ones. The difference, one is in control of himself and the other is not. They could have the same skill, the same ability, the same knowledge, the same lethality, yet one is the dangerous man and the other is the voluntarily dangerous man. Do you get it? When people hear me say things like this or say anything strongly about the importance of mission and power and masculinity, it's always as if my opposers think that I'm trying to promote violence and toxic masculinity and the patriarchy. But has anyone actually looked at what healthy masculinity is? Has anyone actually researched the foundations of masculine and feminine energy? Has anyone paid attention to fluidity? Has anyone else actually arguing found the researchers, the psychologists, the therapists, and read pertaining books and data on men and masculinity? Or is everyone just looking at the most iconic forms of hyper-masculine men and just assuming that's what masculinity is? And has anyone looked at the men that they disliked and be able to first remove their own bias and their own story from their opinions about them? Has anyone actually first separated masculinity from men in order to understand it? I know this is going to probably blow your mind, but men are not the patriarchy, just as men are not masculinity. You do understand that masculinity and femininity exist within both men and women male and female sex, male and female gender. You know, the masculine is just a way to recognize our traits and psychological tendencies and character, which are also filtered by our experiences. But masculinity itself isn't just a description of man, just as femininity is not just a description of woman. They're both energies and expressions of the self. They are not rigid context of men and women. And I'm kind of sick and tired of people assuming that I'm propping up violent, sexist, power-hungry, suppressive men. But what I expect of men, is if, I mean, is it a fair to expect anything of anyone anymore? Or is it a crime now, too? But what I expect of men at a very basic level is to be strong and foundational, decisive and mission-oriented, capable and not easily swayed for themselves and for their community and for their mission. Whatever they decide to be beyond that is their own prerogative. Every man should get to decide how to use himself, handle himself, and portray himself, period. With freedom comes responsibility. It's something we need to understand about the country that we live in, the first world country that we live in. And what I mean by that is that I expect men to be amazing individuals. I expect men to know who they are, what they want for their lives, and how they want to positively change the world. I want them to take control of their opportunities, take control of what they understand and what they've experienced, and put it out into the world. Regardless of what I or anyone else thinks is right or wrong, do you really think that history and success were only built by good men? Do you really think that the world was molded into greatness just by the Wright brothers? by Lincoln, by Charles Darwin, by Mahatma Gandhi, by Mozart, Plato, Jesus himself. While we're at it, let's add a few women there to that. Anne Frank, Rosa Parks, Queen Elizabeth I, Amelia Earhart. Guess what they also had? Strong masculine tendency and power. Uh, hopefully a fuck ton more women are added to this history. 
But you know who else changed history, even though we saw them as evil men, violent men, oppressive men? Adolf Hitler, Stalin, Kim Jong-il, Saddam Hussein, Genghis Khan, Vlad Tempest, Vlad the Impaler, if you don't know who that is. Why? Because they are the idea of what dangerous, violent, resentful men become when they no longer understand or care for humanity. They are the out-of-control men. They give us the extreme of what not to be. They give us the understanding of what we need to fight against. It's just, every time we talk about powerful men, it's assumed that it must be the potential for repeating history. Power is not necessarily evil. Power has the potential for evil. So because of power, and power makes people feel uneasy, and uneasy makes people want to dismantle, and they do it for the fear of a future that is not yet or may never exist. It's my biggest fear now, right now, to have upcoming boys and men think that they are not important, that they should bow down, that they should be sheepish and quiet, that they should be suppressed, that they should listen to the belittling of others, all because women were suppressed. You know, just because women have been seen as the fairest sex doesn't make them pure. Just because they were oppressed doesn't make them pure. A tyrannical leadership that may be a matriarchy could be just as damaging as a patriarchy. Um, Dictatorship isn't proven by sex. Our future is not in cancellation and dissolvement of either sex or its influence. It's the balance of the two. It's the inclusion of the two. Let me make a point. What happens when men of the country become weak? What happens in theory if we disallow men to have word, to act out, to make a name for themselves, to hold a position, to be valuable? You can't delete men altogether. To be human means to always be susceptible to evil and sin and corruption, male or female. So all that can happen is that you replace good men that you are in fear of becoming bad with only more bad men. Weak men without discipline, without value to give, without control of themselves and suppression of their expression will turn them into bad men. Men not in control of their emotions. Men run by trauma and hate and a broken past to create an ideological future. They are the evil men, the volatile ones, the unpredictable ones. All of my male friends are good men. Regardless of their goals, their intentions, and the way they present themselves, they're all good men. Do they have anger? Do they have disgust for current conditions? Do they have the ability to be dangerous? Fuck yeah, they do. And I love that about them. It's one of my favorite things about them. They're not afraid to show themselves. Even when everyone else is afraid of lethality, of emotion, of potential power, I see these men as something good. I see them in control of themselves. I see them valuable. I see them taking control of their own lives and influencing to the betterment of others. They have discipline. They have control. They have rationality. They have temperance. They have directed ambition. They teach me every fucking day. People out there that are resentful and angry at men have one fucking problem. They think it's all men. They label all men as potential tyranny and pain and misogyny. And I fucking hate it. 
Without good men, there would be no one to fight the evil ones. Without good men, evil men would return women to this oppressed position between the sexes. Without good men, chaos would reign because there would be no good men to bring in order. So until the day that I die, I won't give up on the idea that good men are good for humanity, good for balance, and good for the future. So let's talk about it. Until the next time that I need to express myself and the importance of good men, I'll call it here before I get too emotional. But to anyone out there that thinks that the future does not include men or that it only includes soft men, remember this. What will happen when good men no longer exist? What will your world become? Who will you have to take the bullets and slay the dragons? Who will you have to speak up against evil dictators? Who will be there to hold up their end of a properly balanced world? Who will be there to maintain a positive masculinity, challenge the corruption, and initiate powerful transitions of boys to good men? I won't stand down from this. This is your host, Zach. Out. Hey guys, I hope that all things we've brought here, including the people, have helped you change the way that you see the world. And if it has, then it would help us so much if you leave a rating and a comment on iTunes or give any feedback wherever you listen to the RMP. Thank you for listening in, and don't forget to follow and subscribe. Question everything, my friends.